This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome. I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Gillian Jones-Williams from Emerge Development Consultancy. Gillian, it has been a thrill having you involved with Shine On You Crazy Daisy and thank you so much for doing this chapter. Please introduce yourself and your business. Thank you so much, Trudy. It's an absolute pleasure being here. Um, my business, Emerge Development Consultancy, is um, an organisational change and training consultancy where we work with organisations around the world and we do executive coaching and develop and empower women. Nice. Lovely. Now, what really surprised me at the beginning of your chapter was you said you weren't meant to succeed. Can you explain how that can be so? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, my mother had a chronic bipolar condition, uh, which meant that I had a very turbulent childhood. And um, the benefits of a turbulent childhood is it allows you to become a rebel, which I did at school, uh, which meant that I didn't really do particularly well in my qualifications. I was seen as somebody who was quite difficult at school by the majority of teachers. And therefore, I didn't, although they potentially saw a glimmer of talent somewhere, um, there was no evidence. <laughs> and then I um, didn't go on to college. I went for two weeks and I dropped out because I just felt I needed to leave home and get a job. Um, so by then, I think everybody thought that that was going to be me, um, you know, taking on perhaps low level jobs and not particularly being able to get anything decent. And I must admit, my father sent me to a secretarial college in desperation. And I do remember the principal at the college. I can picture him now um, because I used to turn up wearing a Marlboro jacket and smoking cigarettes and ruining the Alan Knight Secretarial College for Ladies um, position and always saying to me, Gillian, 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 what will become of you? Wow. <laughs> And here you are. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't think dear Alan is around anymore, but this is what became of me. Um, what from that and feeling like you may not succeed with everybody telling you you wouldn't, how did you then decide to start your own business? I really didn't. Um, I had finally found a job which um, I was quite good at, which was um, being able to be a recruitment consultant, which meant that um, I could talk significantly. And um, I was working for a recruitment consultancy and we had a case of sexual harassment. I was the number two to the managing director. And to cut a very long story short, and I'm sure you'd rather read about it in the book, um, because I couldn't um, condone the sexual harassment and decided to um, tell them that I was asked to leave very, very suddenly. But one of the clients wanted to still work with me and do some training. So I kind of had a client and I had a contract, uh, no idea of how to run a business and no intention of doing it. But that's how it started. 
it's an incredible story of what what was what was the past fingers crossed and hopefully and from what we've seen in the last few years of of women being able to speak more freely about sexual harassment going on in the workplace and you're a massive advocate of it not of it happening of it not happening um and that has been a a real eye-opener for me to watch how you put things out your the blogs that you write and the the forthright nature that you're able to put things out there that people can read and go this is wrong and this is what I can do about it not just this is wrong so I think that there's there's so much to learn in from reading your your blogs and what you put out on LinkedIn in particular Thank you. And, and I agree. It's such an important um, topic. I think, you know, for, for so long, women have put up with all sorts of verbal and physical harassment. Mm. And it's only really, you know, in the last um, year when Sarah Everard happened mm. and um, people started to actually really talk about it. And everybody realised we live in fear or we adapt our lives to accept this harassment. Mm. Um, and now we need to change things and do something about it but it's certainly not a fast process um so you realize that you're going to be successful you realize that you you've got a client you started your own business which then flourishes for years and years and then the pandemic hits yes tell me what happened when that hit and what happened to your business and how you've come through the other side it, it was a complete and utter shock. Um, I've spent the last three years worrying that Brexit might finish our business because we didn't know what was going to happen with Brexit, but never ever did we entertain the thought that this might do it. Um, because we were a face-to-face training company, um, we'd gone on holiday skiing last the year before last in March and things started to pick up as we were away when we left they were talking about the pandemic but not um, it it felt it was more like in France and Italy not in the UK Mm. and then gradually we just saw every single booking cancelled and from having a you know really good forward pipeline to see everything go and and that was the real shock for us was thinking not just the bookings have been cancelled, but not knowing what was going to happen and when it was going to come back online um, and whether it would, what would be the state of the economy? Would people still want training? Mm. So it was horrendous. It, it was um, it was the most difficult thing. I've run this business for 25 years now and it was the most difficult situation I've ever encountered. How did you come out of that? What was your, what mindset did you have to change? What did you have to start thinking differently to be able to come through it? It, it, you're, you're absolutely right it was a completely different mindset I mean I think at first probably like many people I was a bit paralyzed and very emotional about it actually because I have a wonderful team here and although I probably could have gone on working as an independent person keeping the business going with a level of overheads I had to actually make the decision and decide whether to do that or whether to close and once I had made the decision I had to live with the fact that we were going to lose huge amounts of money each month but having done that I then had a revelation one day on a morning walk and that was to say actually we've lost everything now Uh, we've got nothing more to lose so let's be a startup and let's think about how would a startup behave what would we do differently how would we uh, market ourselves what sort of products I've never been a fan of technology so doing um, something like this was something I'd always thought no no virtual delivery doesn't work as well as face-to-face and we had to look it in the eye and say okay we're going to get really really good at it 
So it was, it was major changes for us. I think as well, one of the things that you did brilliantly and that you showed other people is that customer service and keeping in touch with your customers and following up and letting people know that you're available was yeah. one of the things that you did really well in, and it's it stayed you well in being able to build your business back up over the last few months. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we, we've always been one of those very, very um, close to our customers types of business. But yes, during that time when we had no bookings and nothing to do, we just started making free stuff for our clients. We made videos, we made things for children to do. We did fun videos and um, anything at all just to show them that we were still there yeah. and to show them that we were thinking about them. And we sent them all an email as soon as it happened to say, you know, look, we're just thinking about you. And if you need anything and a lot of them said we really appreciated the fact that it wasn't kind of a sales letter it was just how are you how are you doing can we help Um, so and and thankfully our clients have been amazing they really have what a journey what an absolute journey over the last 18 months over 25 years and and what you've accomplished and how it's now building back up from you thinking changing your mindset to it being a startup it, it must be a joy to watch it all flourishing again and things coming good. Yeah. It is, absolutely. I mean, I had a call with somebody this morning and we were talking about it and I said, you know, the future bookings are looking really, really good. We've had very good years so far. We've even got quite a large percentage of bookings for 2021 now. So uh, we're certainly back to round about where we were pre-pandemic times. Oh, good. I love hearing the success stories. <laughs> so if you were going to have one lesson that you've learned over the years that you would tell new entrepreneurs, what would that be? So many, but I think the one which really I hold out on is don't entertain failure. Mm. Um, if you're going to do it, commit and deal with the consequences, but just believe that it's going to work and it will. That, again, mindset, control of what you can think and, and what you can do rather than what you can't do. And that that feeling that we all get, whatever size the business of, not just can I do this, but will it be successful? Yeah. Don't entertain that thought of will it be, make yeah. it so. Or, as you said, deal with the consequences. Yes. It's a good way of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, frequently deal with the consequences. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, just, it's just a learning opportunity, that's all. But that's great. Yes, a learning opportunity. Um, if you were going to recommend a business book to, to people, what would it be? Do you know, there are so many. I have piles of them at home. It really, really depends. Um, so I'm just going to go with, I've, I've been reading lately, probably a bit late to this one, but Becoming by Michelle Obama. I love reading books from women and finding out what goes on in their heads and things like that. So I'm really loving that one at the moment. I hope that everyone picks that one up because honestly it's inspirational and motivational for what she's accomplished for herself. Um, yeah. Feeling like she might be behind the man, but she is not. She's standing on her own two feet and it's amazing. Absolutely. And, and just has that gravitas and presence that for women in leadership is so important. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a part of this book and for putting your chapter in there. People are going to be enthralled in watching the journey that you've come through and what you've accomplished in doing it. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for putting it all together, Trudy, and giving everybody the opportunity. It's just amazing. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. 
And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for just £27 per month. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, www.thedaisychaingroup.com.